Welcome to another episode of Nigeria Daily from Daily Trust. I am Martia Umar. In today's episode, we will be discussing fake news. As with many countries around the world, Nigeria, Africa's most populous country, has had to contend with the impact of fake news. An occurrence that is like a canker worm that has eaten deep into the fabric of a society. Back in 2014, when the Ebola virus hit Lagos State, the city's healthcare team had to contend with the spread of misinformation regarding its prevention and treatment. Same goes for coronavirus pandemic, as well as the recent clash in Jaws, where the governor had to issue a warning to promoters of fake news on social media aimed at inciting further crisis in the state. What is fake news and what impact? Does he have on society? Manam Bashir Baba Muhammad is a media analyst. First and foremost, let us understand and agree that fake news is inimical to the progress and peaceful coexistence of any society. When you talk about fake news or the spread of it or the dissemination of it, the basic thing that comes to mind is the latest development, that is the social media. Of course, that does not mean the conventional media is not guilty of it. It is also guilty of spreading or disseminating fake news. A trained journalist knows that uh, the rule is when in doubt, leave out. That is a rule. If there is an issue at hand, and in disseminating it, you find any iota of doubt. The rule says, leave it out. But even with the conventional media that houses trained, well-trained journalists, you find some few fake news being spread, ostensibly due to some vested interest, of course. But the social media is more guilty of this ugly trend because it is media in the hands of every Tom, Dick, and Harry. Well, let us remember the saying that says, the pain is mightier than the sword. So you see, if you allow media or news, fake news circulating, you stand the risk of destroying a whole society. That is it. You didn't mention media professionals being guilty of peddling fake news at some point. Is that a reason why some people rely on social media than the professional or the actual media? No. You see, maybe when you talk about people uh, looking at the social media, because perhaps it is because of the swiftness with which it moves. Within minutes, issues can circulate among the people. That is the social media. Unlike the conventional media, where any issue will have to be vetted, would have to be scrutinized at various stages. Right from the starting from the reporter, you come to the editor you come to the editor before it goes to the general public but the social media when it gets an issue within minutes or within seconds it gets round so the social media is something that should shouldn't be totally discarded but it has to be looked at with utmost caution malam bashir baba muhammad a media analyst explaining the concept of fake news one might ask why do people prefer news on social media than news from the conventional media we threw this question to the public and this are the responses. I prefer news from social media to traditional media because today in Nigeria, many traditional media's workers such as newspapers and radio broadcasters are being bought by some individuals for them to change the real news of what happened to, to the lie. My name is Otanel Sinchuku Emeka. The question posed above, I will answer it 
by putting it in three categories. The first one is partisanships to affiliation. Second, we have speaking to my heart. And thirdly, I'll go for undemocratic regulations by the Nigerian Broadcasting Corporation. So why will someone choose social media news over traditional media outlets? The first one, which I said is partnerships to affiliation. If I know that a traditional media outlet, news outlet, is in part is like is a partisan or in affiliation with any political party or it tends to be owned by a group of individuals whose interests tilt towards a given direction i'll prefer to pick from a social media outlet than that traditional media where i think there is partisanship or affiliation which is in the interest of some certain individuals, group of individuals, or a political ideology or affiliation. Secondly, speaking to my heart, if I believe in something, I am guided by an ideology, still that ideology, and I see a news that speaks to what I want, I will always opt in for that news. Lastly, is um, undemocratic regulations by NBC. Believing that the Nigerian Broadcasting Corporation tends to regulate um, the affairs of social media outlets widely, I always will take what the traditional media says with a pinch of salt while I fall in for what uh, social media says holistically. I am Ambassador Aliu Mahmoud from Kogistit. I think the, the fact that I got to know about this, your, your questionnaire from social media, it's enough proof to show that social media it's, is more accessible than every other media right now. We are in a generation that prefer surfing the internet than turning on the radio or turning on the TV. To me, in my opinion, I don't think people prefer news from social media. I think they are forced to read news from social media because they are fond of social media. We are in an era that people are becoming addicted to social media. It's a common sense that if a news should break out, it is, there's, a, there's a 50% chance that they are going to come across that news on social media before they hear it on radio or read it on newspaper. There's no way to check the news before it's been pushed out. There are so many blogs online, both verified, known and unknown. So anybody can just wake up and establish a blog and start publishing news, whether true or not, no one cares. My name is Samini Yusuf Kambo from Kano State. But my own opinion is that in social media, you have the full time to read the content of the news, revise it and even react to those news so quickly or very easily than that of traditional media. And you know, in social media, news from social media, they are carried along with them some illustration of photos or videos, which will, which will make you quickly justify the news because you've seen it in both written and in, in pictures. My name is Adam Ibrahim from Atabauchi. Uh, I, I think why people prefer social media than conventional or traditional media is that because duty is tiny, you can get information or news immediately the the thing have happened sometime even at the scene where the information is being uh, collected those were the voices of some nigerians speaking about why they prefer news from social media which in many cases is fake you're listening to nigeria daily and we will be going on a quick break to stay with us <music> It's enlightening. It's incisive. It's analytical. It's entertaining. It's educating. It's The Bearing, a podcast from Daily Trust addressing issues that have direct bearing in your life. 
Join us every week on www.dailytrust.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash daily trust. On Twitter at twitter.com forward slash daily trust. And on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash daily trust. To listen in, join us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. Welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily, and we are talking about fake news. With the increasing popularity of a wide variety of internet-enabled devices, more and more people are getting involved with social media. Unfortunately, there's a dark side to the medium, fake news. How does the social media contribute to the manners of fake news? Abdullahi Saliho Abubakar is a technology and social media expert. He speaks with Lilian Ogazi on the relationship between social media and fake news. Well, actually, the reality is that it's not the platform that is at fault, but it is our mindset and our mentality. It is part of human nature. Deviation is part of human nature. And fake news has not, is not something new. It has been with humankind since inception. So what happened or what is currently happening in terms of uh, fake news is that those that are spreading fake news have gotten a better platform, which is social media, due to the tendency to spread within a short period of time. Okay. So in a nutshell, those who are spreading fake news have gotten a better platform since the owners of those platforms cannot track all of those fake news at a time due to the, the volumes and the frequency of, uh, of the spread. Okay, now you spoke about different people having access to it and it can be tracked. Now, do you think the NBC amendment code, um, which states that social media will be regulated, do you think that would curb the spread of fake news since this is a means to actually be able to get the people who do it? Well, the issue is not whether the regulation will curb it. It will assist. Or anyway, you use the word curb it, actually. But even in developed countries, highly advanced countries where those uh, platforms originated, there is a level of uh, understanding between the owners of the platforms and the government. There are regulations in place, uh, like in the US and the Europe, the GDPR uh, and whatever. So in a nutshell, this is telling you that uh, there, there has to be a collaboration, uh, a coordinated, a structured collaboration between governments of uh, these countries and uh, owners of those platforms. It is a very difficult task, to be sincere, for the platform to track all those fake news. It's not possible actually given the nature of its spread given the different languages that is being used because they normally use machine learning to track uh, different sort of uh, terminologies but there are different languages like Hausa for instance Hausa is not local it's not a localized language on the internet meaning it is not part of the processes it's not part of the languages those systems those platforms use as a particular language so it will be very difficult for Google bot or a Facebook algorithm to track and abuse in Hausa language it's not easy actually but the issue is the governments of those countries especially in Nigeria is trying to make those platforms become responsive. Let them put an eye on the content that is being shared, especially those ones that the system can track, so that we can come to an understanding to, as to this is good or this is bad. So in a nutshell, it will assist to some certain extent, depending on the level of understanding between the government and the owners of those platforms. Finally, as individuals, um, mm. 
you know, let me give a quick instance. Now, our parents always have a way of accessing news. I call it the University of WhatsApp. Yeah. How can one verify, as an individual, personally, I see mm. a news, how can one verify news gotten from social media? Well, the issue is we have to develop a very critical mind. You don't accept everything that comes your way. Every Tom, Dick, and Harry will just post whatever it likes. One of the important ways, or one of the workable ways of identifying those uh, kind of news, one, you discover that it has a very sensational caption, like breaking news, like, you know, most of the time you discover that even the caption has been capitalized okay. just to give you some certain forms of relevance. Then secondly, you may discover that there, in most cases, the caption of the fake news sometimes hardly have any connection with the content. Whenever you see any information that, is, that have this kind of feature, you discover that it's a fake news. And thirdly, you discover that even the language, the word is of the news, most of the time it's not professional. Of course, if someone that just sit down in his room because he's ha he has access to his smartphone, he just craft whatever he wants to craft to put people in certain, you know, in all kind of things. So you have, we have to develop a critical mind. Then you have to verify. When a news content comes, you look at, especially those kind of news that are related to violence, or to crimes, or to happenings, or to all this, like, like what is happening in Plato State now. Mm. So what you do when such kind of news come, if it has some certain, some pictures or videos, you can verify the pictures using the Google uh, reverse search, using image search. You go to image.google.com, you now insert the picture there. If it is a new picture, you may possibly not find it. Or if it is a fake picture, you may discover that the picture may not even have relevance with the happenings on ground. Mm. Likewise, the content of the news. When the content of the news is sent, you can copy a, a portion of that news and paste it into Google search, you discover that if it is a popular fake news that has gone global, you discover that a lot of sites have, might have flagged it. So these are some of the ways. One has to do some searching homework. You don't just accept whatever comes your way just because you have a mobile phone, a smartphone, and you belong to a particular group, which you call a respected group. A lot of respected or credible people have been fooled to forward fake or bad information. Only a last time at the end of the day. That was Abdullahi Salihu Abu Bakr a technology and social media expert. Going by the way the social media and different people are accused of fake news, it is obvious we all know that anything fake is false. But how can we curb this menace? Lilian Ogazi speaks with the president of Nigerian Guild of Editors, Mustafa Isa. People, not that they don't um, read the traditional media, they do. But you know, some people believe in fake news because probably you say something bad about their opponent or the person they don't like. Even some know that it is fake. But they feel that because it's objecting to destroy the people they don't like, they tend to believe it. That is why I have always said that the traditional media should also go online. For instance, as a professional uh, journalist, when I'm sharing news, I go online, I check the literature online, check punch, check this day and all that. If the story is not there, I will not believe it. Because these people who, who are behind this uh, fake news, what does the media guys? They are not journalists. They don't bother to verify anything. So they put it out there. How can this be curbed? How can we make people to trust the traditional media again? Like you said, people get angry if they don't publish what it is they want to see. So how can this trust be brought back to the traditional media so we can at least curb fake news to a reasonable extent? I've told my colleagues that people who do fake news let them continue. The time is going to come. People will return to traditional media because that is where you get the genuine news. Look how people cloned these day newspapers. I put a fake headline there. You have to elicit 
ethnic crisis because it was Iba Fulani and the, the governor of Limo State. But it turned out to be fake. How will people believe that tomorrow? So that is what I'm saying. With tenacity, people will return to the family and they're going to be because that is where the journey story is. So let's do, do what we are doing most. Make sure that what we also publish is genuine. People will run away from us now. But in the end, they will return to once they realize that traditional media is the major source of genuine stories and genuine news. What special roles can editors and journalists play in this? Because if you go and talk to people on the street, they will tell you even the editors and the journalists are the ones that put this out to an extent. Exactly. People don't know the difference. Mm. People don't know the difference between the traditional media and social media. What is the difference? Know the, difference. the difference is clear. For instance, the editors, our members are trade journalists. Daily Trust has an office. They, when they publish, the editor signs his name there. Social media, people just news put out there both on on facebook on instagram on twitter when it was in, in nigeria and people people share things on whatsapp those are social media we don't know who is behind it no fixed address nothing no name that is social media but people don't know the difference a journal for a digital journalist is he, when he writes a story he puts his byline his name is there the other don't do that they are faceless so they are not they are not they are not journalists they are not trained so what role can editors and journalists play it's clear let editors, let journalists make sure they don't follow the social media guide. Let them remain as professionals. Do what they know how to do best. Never use popular social media. That was the president of Nigerian Guild of Editors, Mustafa Isa, speaking on how the manners of fake news can be stopped. While the government, media companies and professionals deliberate on the possibility of solving the problem of fake news in Nigeria, it is also necessary the programs enabling more people to become aware of the dangers of misinformation were created. Hence, the essence of today's episode of Nigerian Daily. And that brings us to the end of this episode of Nigeria Daily. Thank you so much for listening. To everyone whose voices were heard on the show, we say thank you. Nigeria Daily is a daily trust production. And remember that it is open for sponsorship and advert placement. You can download this and other episodes on dailytrust.com and on bossprout.com. You can also listen in on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and TuneIn Radio. If you have questions or comments or intend to sponsor an episode of the Nigerian Daily, let us know on our social media handles on Twitter and Instagram at daily underscore trust and on Facebook at Daily Trust. Better still, you can also send us a message via WhatsApp on 091-3893-3390. That is 091-3893-3390. Thank you for listening. I am Martia Omar. Bye for now.